0: Have you ever felt overwhelmed by life or unable to see any other way through? Maybe you've even said to yourself, there has to be a better way. The good news is that there is always a better way. It's time to reclaim your humanity. Welcome to Getting to Unstuck, the 20-minute jolt that you need to help you in life and work. So let's get started.
1: I know it's more serious, but I still want to giggle.
0: I still kind of want to dance at the end, too. (laughs) So, welcome. Welcome to Getting to Unstuck. And in case you're wondering what that was, it wasn't your, uh, whatever you were on, wasn't on the fritz. That was actually Morse code for SOS. Uh, Because we have been thinking and talking a lot about what it means when we're setting up a flare And we need to either have some intervention or we're looking for help in some way. And essentially, we're looking to get unstuck. And so today on the show, we're going to be talking about gaslighting versus real leadership. But before we get there, we just want to say thank you for joining us today. If you are coming in live, we're glad you're here. If you have any questions, feel free to pop them in the chat and we will be watching for them. If you are listening to us in uh, as this is, after this is done recorded, being recorded, if you're driving, you're walking, you're running, you're doing dishes, whatever it is, if you enjoy the show, please remember to like and subscribe and to follow us uh, on YouTube, but also over on LinkedIn as we're also posting there. And we're we are engaging with people in that space as well. So let's talk. Good morning, Carolyn Colin. Sorry. Good morning. Hello, hello. hello. From Mexico City. Let's talk about gaslighting because gaslighting is easy to give into and it's easy to use on others, which is really what we're going to be talking about today. So we've probably all done it, we're all we've all experienced it for sure. But gaslighting doesn't instill trust in our teams. It doesn't make people feel safe, and it doesn't build the kind of culture that we want. So we're going to be shining the light on gaslighting today. And Colin, I saw that there was something that was just floating by the screen as I was talking. And mm-hmm. do you want to do you want to help us understand a little bit about where that came from?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, so I think I'm... it's a good idea to define what we're talking about uh, in at least uh, in this instance. And gaslighting is really a form of psychological manipulation, and. think a lot of it happens not subliminally that's the wrong word but we don't even know it yeah that 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 it that we don't know it from the receiving end and we might not know it from the the giving end. (laughs) it's not giving really is it (laughs) from the the perpetrator side but but it's huge right like if you look at the data and the numbers both in north america and in canada the the People looking up gaslighting has gone up tremendously at 1,740%. Like
0: Google searching or whatever? Yeah, yeah
1: searching. Okay. And, wow. And so that's, so that's going easy. up. And if you look at um, just the workforce in the United States in, in the sort of 18 mm-hmm. to 55-year-old range, almost more than half of the people have experienced it, right? Mm-hmm. And in Canada, it's it's pretty close. It's not much less. I mean, 30 40%. Yeah have experienced gaslighting right so not constructive it's destructive mm-hmm. yeah. so let's dive in let's dive into how you recognize it and yeah how do you how do you, how you
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know push well, back right yeah
2: And I think there are two sides to it. As you described, Colin, there is the the person who is doing the gaslighting and the person who has received it. Mm -hmm. And what I appreciate is that the person who has received it may have looked it up. Maybe we're talking about this now. And as much as anything, that's the first important step. What used to be assumed as normal in a relationship, in a job situation is no longer accepted as just standard. This is how Mm, we do business, which Mm -hmm. is part of what I love about our conversations is that we're poking into that. We're provoking it. Mm -hmm. This is how it's done. This is no longer okay for anyone to be experiencing in the workplace, having that, those doubts continuously sewed into their lives so that you walk away thinking, I mean the the risk of it is you walk away thinking that you're crazy.
0: Yeah, and anxiety
2: mm-hmm. inducing
0: at the very oh. least.
1: Oh, I mean anxiety and depression, PTSD, a lot of people aren't aware yeah. that, that 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 it that it can really trigger people. There's a whole bunch of symptoms that yeah. that that come up and often those are symptoms that we keep inside right we we mm-hmm. keep to ourselves we let it fester we don't we don't verbalize right what 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 might have just taken place mm-hmm. so so i i think this is an important conversation because because it's not so obvious right it can be yeah. so subtle
0: it can be it's, so right? subtle and i and i think that it plays on for me when i think about when i have been gaslit it's one of the things that I have been left with and that I hear other people say is there's like a confusion. Like, did I imagine that? Or am I overreacting? Am I the problem? Because I think as people who are seeking to show up better in the world, like us, and but also the people that are listening right now, that is we, our default, our automatic default is I want to do better. So mm-hmm while that serves us in so many ways that can also be used against us and almost weaponized against us mm-hmm. in gaslighting. So yes. I think it's really important for us to first acknowledge and understand and help people that are that are listening understand some of the ways, you know, even as we're talking right now, you may be thinking of times where you're like, yeah, you know what? Maybe it's possible that that was gaslighting. So I'm wondering Carol, you had brought up some of the ways that Mm -hmm. we can recognize gaslighting. And I'm I'm hoping we can go through those first and and talk about how those show up.
2: Let's do that. Because part of what I was reading about, what I looked at it from two different perspectives, there's a lot of information written about the person who's receiving the gaslighting and how to recognize it. Mm. But I also thought about the idea that some of us may be doing this without ill intent, Because we're just not really adept at what at being a leader, or we find ourselves in a really tough situation. So there's three ways that we could as leaders unintentionally be gaslighting. One of them is described bait and switch. Mm -hmm. So what that is look what that looks like is that you someone is you get praise for what you've been doing. You get a lot of acknowledgement for a project that you worked on. And then the next time that there's a promotion, your boss just passes you right over. Yeah. So it feels a little like, oh, what was that? Was that authentic? Did you really mean it? Or were you just trying to, were you gaslighting me? Mm-hmm. And as a leader, we may be wanting to give, to give acknowledgement and to give praise to the people we work with. And we yeah. may not realize that if we pass them over, they're going to, what's going to happen to them internally. Yeah. Another one is ch- is how is that we often in our fast paced workplaces, change roles or expectations like that. And if you're in charge, and you're doing it on a daily basis, you may think I just just keep up, keep up. But mm. the experience of people who get that kind of a, oh, wait a minute, we didn't do that yesterday, mm-hmm. is that they begin to feel like there's something wrong with them. Right. And I that is what you pointed to, Crystal. That's what really is the harsh reality of gaslighting is that someone is left thinking there's something wrong with me.
0: Yeah. The lesser than sense that you, everybody else has got it, but you.
1: I mean, it's, it's a, and, and also I think just to add, add one little piece that you think you might be doing good, right? Mm. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And if there's no reciprocity on the all the praise that you were just speaking about carol you might have had the greatest intentions but the 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 end game is has not been received well
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so so i think awareness is is really important because
2: you know, do you mean as asked. a leader colin or as the person receiving it
1: as the leader. Mm-hmm. So if, so if I'm a leader and I come into a situation and I, you get a great, you know, review and, mm-hmm. and, and performance review and you've used, you know, co- co- coaching methodology yeah. and, and it's all, you've ticked all the boxes mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and yet the person who is at the receiving end might have some expectations that are different than right. yours. So I think yeah. it's a, I think it's, it's important to finish the sentence. Mm -hmm. finish the conversation yeah the circle is closed
0: right right exactly because we do have uh, when we have open loops in our in our thinking what happens is we never quite settle into something until that loop is closed for us so it puts our systems on defensive mode so if you find that people are defensive if you're leading them there's a concept that I love called clean language and we've Mm -hmm. talked about this here that we learned from we learned the phrase from one of our clients that we work with oh
1: yes (laughs)
0: clear is kind and Mm -hmm. I as we've been talking about this I'm like wow clear is kind when you are clear with someone about what to expect or if you don't know even if you're clear about the fact that you don't know you're clear Mm -hmm. about the fact that you're the one that's taking responsibility that you're going to be accountable. That's one of the ways that you can cut through the temptation because you will be tempted. I think as Mm -hmm. leaders, we are tempted to gaslight. Like, let's be honest. Like it's tempting to want to save your own skin in situations where if you're in a, if you're in a work setting where you, you don't feel safe to begin with the temptation for you is going to be to look out for number one.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's very true. Those two things I think could be done somewhat innocently. I don't know that bait and switch yes. is really malicious or that changing roles yes. and expectations is intended to be, to be cruel. But there's a third aspect of gaslighting that I think is really insidious in the workplace, and that's minimization and denial. Yes. And I think when a leader does not truly listen to what is being said to them, or dismisses it, or makes it feel like it's unimportant. Mm-hmm. That aspect of gaslighting is where we have the most impact on people because you feel completely unheard as someone who's brought something up, yes. and you may feel at risk, particularly if what you're bringing up is something around diversity and equity. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm
2: because in that case then that is a standard route. Oh, don't be so sensitive. What are you yes. talking about? He didn't really mean that. You know, we we go that route. And I think this is one where we cannot apologize for gaslighting. It's not acceptable.
0: No. It's not. And you know, in in the work of in of diversity, equity, inclusion—it's I, I, that's kind of a flattened phrase, I know—but just in the work of complete, of being whole, right, and and having a whole approach, we talk so much about safe spaces, but we don't so much talk about accountable spaces. Mm. So as if putting the onus back on the person that is needing to feel safe to somehow, if they don't feel safe, it's it's their problem, right, rather than everybody holding themselves accountable to whether they're actually nurturing a safe accountable space mm-hmm. for everybody. And gaslighting gets in the way of that and again it's it may not even be intentional, but mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't make it any less insidious and destructive to be quite mm-hmm. honest. So I wonder if you're
2: someone who's listening who has experienced mm-hmm. gaslighting, what, what I' experience what I'm wondering is how we might, and this is a just open dialogue because we had not prepared Mm -hmm. this, how we might be advise people to approach it. Mm -hmm. So what do you think, Colin, if, if my Mm. boss has been gaslighting me, how should I, what should I do about it?
1: (laughs) That's a great question. I mean, it's, it's tough, right? Because you, 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 you it, I think I, I, it, it's a bit of a balancing act, right? Mm-hmm. By, by you, because you, you don't want to, you, you don't want to create more problems by bringing it, bringing it, it, mm-hmm. it up. But I think, I don't know the answer. That's a good, that's a, I'm stumped. Yeah. And, and the term is you know, I'm, even, I'm it, probably the word, like, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm stumped. I don't know. What, what, what do you do? Do you, because you don't want to look like, I'm sure a lot of people don't want to look like they're narking on somebody or they're snitching Mm. on somebody. And then, and, and, you know, it's a subtle thing, right? I think you can go to HR and go to your leaders and and go to the people that are responsible for these sorts of things when it's much more obvious, right? So this Mm, is one of those insidious elements of the workforce that's really I think it's really hard to to see it and name it and mm-hmm. classify mm-hmm. it and quantify it and 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 be able to go to somebody and go this is happening to me because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people get brushed off right yeah. oh come on yeah. like it was just a joke it was just you know it's it it was it was you know unintentional etc cetera, etc
0: cetera. yeah and you know, that I, is I oh, yeah sorry go ahead, go ahead Oh, and that no. that to say that is to continue to gaslight. Mm-hmm. So to say, because right, when we're called to account, and we put it back on someone. We're saying they're the problem. Yes, and you know, right. I would say that for me, having a teenage daughter, she's eighteen, who is she's has no problems calling me on things where she's pointed out ways that I have not been. Clear or whatever, and that you know, she's like, mm-hmm. like, "That's you're putting that back on me." And I'm like, "You're, you know," and I've actually had to say recent, recently to her, "I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm sorry. You're right. I didn't deal with that properly. Let me try that again." Right. So, personally, from from my perspective, when I have been gaslit, I have had both good outcomes and I've mm-hmm. had really negative outcomes. So let's just be honest about the fact that when you're calling out someone for it, it may not go, it may not go the way that you want. And it comes down to, I think it comes down to what's important to to you and what in your workplace Mm -hmm. too. Right. Hmm. So I think there is a self-preservation aspect to
2: it, yeah. which is what I do want to make sure that people do take care of themselves. But there's also an opportunity, and maybe the term gaslighting is not necessarily what you want to lead with. You might mm. want to say, "I feel like there's a, a miscommunication." Yes. You may want to go right. in and say, "I can I may I be vulnerable? I'm feeling like there's something off here, and can we talk yeah. about what it feels yep. like?" Yeah. I tend to err, and I and I know I'm people sometimes call me on it, on that people are doing the best that they can in the moment. Mm-hmm. So I, I well, there are sociopathic leaders out there, mm-hmm. most leaders are trying to do their best. And if someone came to me as a leader and said, It this just, just doesn't feel right,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I would hope that I had the room to be able to hear, okay, well, what is it? How what is it that I am, how am I being that is having you experience it this way? Yeah.
0: yeah. I think also we have to be honest and say that there are times when racism and prejudice plays into it in the sure. workplace and people may not feel safe to try to count, call someone to account on something, or there may be you know, issues of the, the power, the imbalance of who's holding the power in the conversation. Mm-hmm. I think- a couple things are to like anything like clear as kind, be be kind to yourself and to the other person to not, don't muddy the waters when you're talking about a situation. So Mm -hmm. don't pull in all these other things that we may, like it may trigger off a whole bunch of react, a chain of chain reaction in Mm -hmm. us, but don't get, don't go too far down the road because you want to deal with that issue at hand. So for example, when this, when this was done, Mm-hmm. Here's how I felt. This mm-hmm. is what this is what was I was I, I felt and and then giving the person an opportunity to be able to own it. They may they may yeah. try to protect themselves and their ego and flip the script, try to flip the script. But you are starting off and just pulling back to that like that issue at hand. Don't muddy it, don't try to let things mm-hmm. get layered on because that was one of the things that we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. like a bait and switch or minimize it. Don't just keep to the issue at hand. The second thing I would say is to realize that you are not alone. So if you're feeling that, you're not crazy, um, but that you also have the opportunity to think about who are your who are your support systems, who are your allies, where do you feel safe? Mm. Um, oh, and someone, let's, let's yeah, we got no. a couple of comments here. Mm-hmm. So, so no.
1: I, I think this is really important to, to yeah. just it it, it 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 does assume good intent, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, a
2: great place to begin from if we yes. do that and Hopefully, thank you yeah. Dar, for that comment <laughs> oh, <yeah>. because it <laughs> yeah. really is if we are working if we start there rather than oh my boss is such a jerk yeah we have a we have an opportunity to see each other as humans yeah and yeah. begin with that place in mind yeah.
1: Exactly. And it's so interesting that Dar brought up this idea of trauma caused, right? And I think we have we have all three of us have worked on this area of being trauma informed and mm-hmm. uh, it's so fascinating, not fascinating. Um, it's not the right word. but trauma is everywhere
0: yeah.
1: in all of your teams, and all of the people on your team, mm-hmm. we bring an incredible amount of baggage to the table every day. And even though we think we don't,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because we're, 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 we're there's so many stories going on in your head, you know, you get to the office and there's probably 50 stories happening amongst, amongst mm-hmm. your team. It can even be small. So mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Yeah. And so th- maybe that's a good place for us to, to end up is to, In all of this, recognizing that it can be damaging, that it can damage your reputation, it can damage you as a leader, but to begin with some generosity of good intent on all sides and Mm -hmm. to begin the conversation from there. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And, and yeah, I think that's a great place to end and to remind ourselves that we have the, the, the opportunity inside of us to be that leader that we want to be. And it's okay to own in fact it's it's more than okay to own your to own your actions right that's that's what a a true leader owns their actions and you know here our work with whole human coaching and even as here getting to unstuck we really want to reclaim a world that works and to reclaim our humanity in those spaces and that means that we are all connected and we we can't we can't deny that but in fact we find we find the way forward by by recognizing that and by holding ourselves accountable. Mm. Yeah. So thank you for joining. That went us fast. Today. I, I mm-hmm. want to keep talking cuz this, so this, this is a this
1: is a this is a this is a this is a really uh, important topic and I underestimated it actually and I think we could we could probably have a few more conversations about yeah. this and well, thank you. Thank you. F-
2: fits under well-being.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. okay well like subscribe share comment we are all here working on bringing humanity back into the workplace Mm -hmm. and humanity back into into our lives and if we do that i think we can we can really create a movement around it so like subscribe we're on we're everywhere linkedin and tiktok (laughs) and every single channel (laughs) that that you can imagine so like share subscribe and let's keep the conversation going Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: Don't is, forget that we yeah. also have um our wheel of life. Our, if you yes. have not yet checked out the wheel of life, you can find it right over at wholehumancoaching.com. It'll take about two minutes. It's a really easy assessment that can help you get a uh, much clearer picture of some areas that you may want to focus on in the days ahead because um, you're worth it. And a life that is balanced is a fantastic life to live. Mm. Thank you for joining us and we will see you again soon back here in Getting to Unstuck.
1: Thanks cheers bye bye Bye, everybody
0: oh by the way thanks for joining us if you want to learn more about who we are and who we work with find us at wholehumancoaching.com you can find us everywhere on our socials on linkedin on tiktok on instagram and on youtube as whole human coaching